0: Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. REMAX of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning REMAX of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around hot springs village since 1998. ike has qualified for state farms president's club chairman circle and hot springs village insurance agent of the year call ike eisenhower state farm today at 501-984-4100 that's 501-984-4100 Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there.
1: This morning with Mr. Mike McMillan, and it seems like at Brookhill Ranch we need to know, what does it take to make a happy camper, Mike?
2: Our family started Brookhill Ranch in 1964, and our founder, Hattie Lou Brooks, Her vision was fun, connection, and Jesus. And what can we do to establish the funnest environment that kids can come to? She started with seven campers back in 1964. We're now at 3,000, just finished our 60th summer, 49 states. And we as a family and our team, which is now 15 full-time on the ranch, uh, that's supplemented by another 400 during camp to host all of that and we do all that we can to make sure the kids have fun so the the complex is beautiful the cabins the shower houses the kitchen all the things that we use the recreational pavilions are in absolute excellent condition, so that those kids can come play they can have fun Uh, we can then build connections with them and provide salvation to them, at least a path to salvation. And so we have archery, we have horses, we've got 26 plus different activities that we ask the question all day long. I've got a big project I'm working on now for this next summer to make a happy camper. Uh, we drive everything we do to answering that question. The staff that we hire, how hard we scrutinize that staff, the length of time we've known them, to try and answer that question 365 days
1: out of the year. You know, we got a chance to see Ricky Skaggs the other day in concert and uh, he he had a great quote. He said, you know, in the olden days, he said, we used to think the way to bring people to Jesus was to hang them over hell with a shaky stick. And I thought, "Uh, you know, um, the times have changed. It really is. You know, it, it can't be driven by fear, but it can't just be all fun too. I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of education, but I love the way that you talked about it. it you have to make connections first, right?
2: Absolutely. And there are, we, it's a simple gospel on our side because we don't want to get into the dogma arguments of, well, the Methodists and the Lutherans and the Baptists. and the, We can't get into all of that because every, all of those different organizations believe that Jesus is the way to salvation. So we preach a simple message, encourage kids to go home and get plugged into a local church. Um, and they come out here and they have a great time. They, they, get to, they get to be kids, which in today's society is so hard to do, specifically coming through like a COVID type of era when schools in the world was locked down and they couldn't interact with their other kids. You and I have the adult ability of turning the news off and taking a walk and getting away from the distractions of the world. And little kids don't. They don't know what it means to go out and play and get
1: in the dirt and be a kid. Well, and, and you said, what, 26 different activities? Is that what I heard? Yes, sir. I, I didn't hear Xbox or PlayStation. or I, That wasn't any of the ones I heard. Is that, no?
2: No, none of those. We're in the water. We're riding the horses. They're shooting the bows and arrows. They're fishing. Uh, we, we in, specifically on our fishing, we stock a... a family pond and we cut cane poles so that those kids have the experience of an old fashioned cane pole fishing scenario because they they don't do that nor do they know what an Andy Griffith type image is.
1: Yeah, it's not just that though, but you know th- there is a lot to be said for, you know, new super high tech carbon fiber poles and whatever, but there's a lot to be said for a cane pole that you really feel it on the end and you're like, "Oh my god, I've got something. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do?" That's correct. That's correct. I, I, I can't help but wonder, growing up as a country kid like you, I I, you know, we know what the world is like. And we we have Airbnbs here and people will ask on a regular basis, well, you know, can we swim in the lake? Can you swim in the of course you can <laughs> swim in the lake. That's why right. Would, why would we not have a lake? What do you mean can you swim in the lake? Are there only places, certain places we you no, know, you can get it anywhere? But it's it's nature. It's not an it's not a, an amusement ride. It will bite you. So That's you right. have to That's have right. a healthy respect for it. Do you, do you, is that something you have to kind of teach people?
2: Oh, absolutely. One of our activities is the nature activity and they go out and they build fires and they identify plants and they take nature walks. And we talk about the ticks and the chiggers and the bugs and the red wasps and all those things. And we mow, we mow our, the paths and do all those things. Um, at But the areas that they walk through are Used for agriculture we have cattle there we have horses there we may produce hay there and so letting it run wild and it not being a manicured portion of the ranch tends to attract the bugs and the snakes and all those things and and teaching some situational awareness um, is part of that specific nature activity and showing kids the berries that they can pick and you know, the, the oak trees and the pine trees and the creeks and all those different things. It's, it's, it's the best job in the world. I mean, who gets to say they work at a summer camp? That's, that's a It's like working at Disney World. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's huge. And our family's attitude of excellence, uh, it causes us to take on a lot. But at the end of the day, we work at a summer camp.
1: Yeah. And you get a lot of reward for it. So, so give me the year as it breaks down. I saw some of the information that we talked about, but I mean, roughly church camp, uh, the, the, the Brookhill ranch begins May, but I mean, y'all start prepping for it. When, when do you start bringing people in?
2: Well, so our, we kind of view our year in trimesters Mm -hmm. um, because the way it breaks and one of the weird things we do on the ranch is we view August is our January 1st type situation because it's a new year. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just came out of camp, and so we're going through our debrief, the things that we always ask three questions, what worked, what Mm -hmm. didn't work, Mm -hmm. and what was confusing. Uh, And then so we start going through those things, and, well, we need to, on my side, operations, what we need to tighten up and change. We address all those things now. And we start preparing and cleaning and changing or knocking down and adding new or adding on to facilities this time of year so that we are, we have items in place to then advertise for our actual new year, January 1st, when the new camp sessions go live. And we launched that January 1st. We, we hit somewhere around 70 to 80% uh, in the first 20 days of January. Uh, it's a huge it's a huge draw. Um, and then the other twenty percent or so trickles in up into camp when people come. but we've we've been overbooked, not overbooked, but had a waiting list for the for a number of years, people trying to get in. so um, and going back to your questions, trying to how the year looks, we we prep in August, mm-hmm. from August all the way up into camp starting in may we're we're preparing. We then host the event, which we have staff on the property. May first, camp is all of June, all of July. Then we're back into August, and we're tearing it down. We're putting it all up. We're cleaning it all up, and we're getting ready to do it again.
1: Wow! So, and and you said, did you say you hosted three thousand campers this last year?
2: We have three thousand campers that we host on the ranch, um, with parents coming in. On Mondays for drop off and Saturday for closing ceremonies and pickup, and that our closing ceremonies are special because it, it reinforces that connection. Because we don't want the kids to leave. It's not like, hey, here's little camper Dennis, come pick his bag up and get him out of here. No, it's and that goes back to our founder, the way the way we embrace and hug and get to minister kids one last time um, with the parents on the property and the campers. We see about seven thousand annually.
1: So my, I guess my question is, is when when uh, Sally and Jim come to pick up little Dennis or whoever, and he's nearly he he's changed, he's a little different. How, what do you see? That's got to be highly rewarding. It's unbelievably
2: rewarding, and we've heard it for over 60 years now. The property has been here in family over 70 years, and it's a different place. Um the property is unique. The property is special. There, there is, you know, there are fruits of the spirit Mm. and the peace that surpasses understanding is on the property. And people have for years driven on the property and said, what is it about this place? Mm -hmm. And so we hear those stories throughout the year. Our influence is huge. It's huge. I can I can tell of personal stories of being down at Disney World and campers. We were in a three thousand seat auditorium watching a little car thing and heard names being called and the people running up the bleachers. We've had family out of the country on family vacation in random places and they were they were seen and talked about Brookhill in Australia. Um, oh, really. The, yeah, the people that we, you know, for the for the 60 years that camp has been here, we are seeing now three and the third and the fourth generation of people coming back. And there are some very serious world influencers that have come through our alumni. We've got one at the front office for the Houston Astros, um, and he talks about us with a great deal. We had one that was just two days ago appointed, it's Elizabeth Cooley with the Central Arkansas um, at Ch- Children's Advocacy Center. The governor just appointed her mm-hmm. to, oversee, to oversee some funding for abused children. And Elizabeth is a very dear friend of ours and received salvation here on the ranch, created some fun songs. So we're talking... Hopefully Elizabeth. (laughs) 25, (laughs) 30 years ago. I don't know what the timeline is, but it was it was a minute ago, 25, 30 years ago, that Elizabeth created some fun things that have that were now incorporated into our tradition of camp. And just looking at that lady alone, her influence is ten thousand a year in our fine state. And so we can go to folks that are in that are at UCLA Med (laughs) that uh, I had a friend of mine text from DC the other day. He was wearing a Brookhill shirt. And on the mall in D.C., another national leader recognized the shirt. and said, What the heck? That's Brookhill. And we hear those stories more often than not, and that is extremely rewarding. Because I tell my kids and our staff, people will talk about you. It's just a matter of whether they say good or bad things. You One get to choose. Other. One way or That's the exactly other. That's exactly right that's exactly right so you choose whether they say good or bad things
1: you know and it dawned on me and i apologize i i I try to do the five mile high view and the 500 foot we're at the 500 foot and i love it let's do the five mile high and that is brook hill ranch is basically just south of the village is that fair enough to say
2: correct so if you look at the village in a real quick crude way um the far western side highway seven and the village kind of looks like a rectangle over to the east side mm-hmm. to Highway 5, the Glazy Gate, dead center due south. We are due south, and we share a border with Hot Springs Village, our fence. I can tell you a family story Please. about the village. Yeah. So um, Hetty's husband, Don, our founder, who mm-hmm. passed just about 10 years ago, uh, my fall in all, Tim Brooks, who's pastor at Christian Ministries and lives here on the ranch, he told me the stories that we were riding horses. We'd leave the ranch and they would ride up, the best I can tell, somewhere north of the POA building. Okay. They would ride their horses up into the village up there. Hetty's back in way up, Hetty's dad owned most of that way back in the day. Really? Sold it to De- uh, Dirks. Dirks, yeah. Dirks Lumber Company.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and it was just. It was open timber. People hunted and ran their cattle in there and took horseback rides. Well, they would load up on Saturday mornings and ride up in there to somewhere just north of us. And it took five, six hours to ride their horses there. Hetty would bring an old Willis Jeep into what is the West Gate, the front gate. Really? Take this old log and trail and meet them up there and bring them dinner. And he said, I can remember it like it was yesterday. My dad leaned up on a big old pile of rocks and said, Boys, It'll be 10,000 years before man does anything in these woods. <laughs> oh, yeah. What happened? He said, There's no agricultural value up here. You can't hardly get in here. All the, and this is on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And Monday morning in the Sentinel record, it came out that John Cooper had bought that place. And he thought, Oh my God, he's going to lose his eye mm-hmm. teeth on that. And clearly,
1: Mr. Cooper had a great vision. He had a great vision, but it was a lot of work between here and there. A lot of Without work. Without a doubt. And, and as I say, it's a darn good thing. It's beautiful because you can't grow much here. It's all shattered church. Absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. So, so, and and let's go to the rest of it here. So, obviously, the church campus is, is the zenith. And I wanted to ask you about Christian Ministries. We'll come back around to that in just a minute, which is a wonderful organization. Uh, but but where I was going with that is is that that you know that's not the full year. The rest of the time, it's a working ranch, right?
2: Absolutely. So our agricultural roots we have held on to. Since the beginning, there's a photo of our founder, Don Brooks, with a Hereford cow. Uh, That photo's not dated, but probably back into the 50s. The ranch started as a working Hereford cattle ranch back in 1954 when Don and Hetty moved here. Prior to that, Hetty's dad, who was a Wilson in town, he owned Wilson's Furniture, Wilson Block Company. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa. whoa. Wilson Radio... There was, yes. they had a radio station at one time. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Wilson awesome was furniture company, KWFM. Yes. Really? I didn't know the call. Oh, yeah. 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 When you said that, I'm like, oh my Lord, I know where that is. Yeah. That, that was her dad and, uh, Clyde w- Wilson was his name. Yep.
2: He, my understanding is about 1937 is when he bought this property. It was bought after the depression so that he would have a place to take his family and do something if a depression type event ever hit, he said we could milk cows, we could have, we could fish, we could hunt, we could have something to provide for our family. And now, all, the, all these years later, we provide for our family on this ranch, and I've done it for three generations. So Don and Hetty were the first, my in-laws Tim and Terry Brooks were the second, me and my wife Tim and Terry's oldest daughter, and my brother-in-law David. And his wife, Melissa, we're third generation. We now run the organization and we provide a living to our family and minister to a lot of people the things that we do off of the ranch, which is a lot.
1: Are they hiring for your position? Because it sounds like a lot of fun, but it also sounds like it never stops.
2: It never stops. And, you know, there is a mentality. uh, There is because we live at the office. Mm -hmm. Um, We live on the ranch and there's been many a times that I've poured a cup of coffee and stepped up to the window to look out, and the horses were out in the hayfield, yeah. or the cows were in the hayfield, or the village PD calls at 3 a.m., or the Garland County Sheriff calls at 5 a.m., and there's been a car crash, and someone broke our fence, and you got livestock out. So um, it's it is the funnest job in the world. It is the most rewarding job that you will ever do, and it is the hardest thing you will ever do.
1: Never stops. And so
2: it never stops, and I've been I've been married and in and, and with the family for eighteen years. Associated with the family for twenty eight, and I'm still here.
1: Well, and we need to go through the the technicals real quick. So you're the chief operating officer of Brook Hill Ranch, and you've yes. done that for how many years?
2: Uh, I mean the title was given eighteen years ago. Yeah, and it started in the bottom of a tool bag. Because the only way to know the property and all the secrets and the ins and the outs is yep. you have to learn from the absolute bottom. And so it was probably about 10 years ago moving to an active role of running staff and having, you know, taking care of everything that's on the operation side, which is
1: huge. Including the 25-acre lake.
2: We have the 25-acre lake. We So the ranch is 520 acres. Okay. Um, we have about 30 acres used for hay production the rest of it is forested and then open pasture for cattle and horses Um, we have 21 quarter horses that we have to take care of feed provide their foot care their oral care their veterinarian care their feed their their grasses in the good time of the year and then the grasses in the frozen times of the year so good quality hay we have going back to the ranch's roots, which was not intentional. My wife and I got into the cattle business and wound up with herfers, uh, which I absolutely love. It's the red and white right, white cattle folks may see as they drive by. Mm-hmm. Um, that is one of the hardest things that you'll do, but also the most therapeutic. Those cows are Sweet. tame like
1: they oh, are they're sweet, sweet. They're, they're known for the part of them's known for their disposition. they're they're the Labrador retriever of cattle as I understand.
2: They are very docile breed um, and every single one of them you can rub on and scratch on which you know Wagyu beef out of Japan is known because the Japanese give those cows massages really? and they give those cows beer and <laughs> so they really focus to relax that cow. And that's as, as close as we can get. We don't give massages, we don't give beer, but boy, we treat them really, really good. So, in just a commercial cow-calf operation, you don't have a bunch of crazy wild cows. And then, when yeah. a select few of those go to harvest, they make for unbelievable tender beef. So, uh, going back to the question: five hundred twenty acres, bunch of ag stuff, uh, tons of equipment, uh, and, and it's we we maintain the earth, we maintain the land
1: man 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 so so let's come back to the cattle for a minute ago you uh, something I saw 21 day aged beef what, what what are you doing here what is this so on the beef side whenever you uh if you go to a nice restaurant like 501 prime mm-hmm. uh you go to
2: one of these high dollar restaurants they're going to they're going to actively advertise their beef aging time right sure. and you can take a cow you and I could go down right now and harvest a cow and eat it tonight it would Mm -hmm. and if it's a beef grade cow it's going to be good beef if you can let that thing hang in a freezer for at least 21 days it's not a freezer it's cold refrigerator then you're you're allowing that dry age process to take place it breaks down membrane uh, it allows that beef to do what it was designed to do then when you turn the the that portion of the cow into rib eyes, prime rib mm-hmm. strips all the things you would harvest off a cow uh the beef is unbelievably tender and with our attitude of excellence i i didn't i didn't want to raise beef that was not in an excellent category so yeah. if you the consumer show up we go palms up we tell you the mother, the father, number of days it was on the ranch, what it was fed. Here's the nutritionist phone number. Uh, When it was provided care, here's the vet's phone number. When it was hauled to harvest, the place it was harvested, there's the meat inspector's phone number. You can tour the meat inspecting inspecting facility. And so many consumers want to know that answer. Yeah. If you go to a grocery store and pick up a T-bone and say, Where's this from? There's there's not an answer to it. Mm-mm. But if you looked at mine and said, "Hey, Mike, where's this T-bone from?" I can answer all those questions.
1: Well, it's like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Mister Carl Benz said of Mercedes-Benz that he named for his daughter, Carl Benz says the best or nothing at all. Absolutely. You know? So so why would you go that way? I can't I tell you what, Mike. It's clear to me. I appreciate your op- this opportunity to chat. Would you come back and chat with us more at some time? Absolutely, man, I'd love it. And I want to come back and just kind of wrap up, you know, your comment, which I I loved was that, you know, this was put together some 60 or 70 years ago. Well, the village has just been here roughly 50 years and and in any form or fashion, what's it like for your family to watch the village growing like this and, and come to what it is today?
2: I think it's unbelievable because clearly hot Springs village is the largest community outside of our city at fourteen thousand residents. residents uh, the village is a is a national attraction as well and mm-hmm. i have visited with people in the past in explaining who the ranch is and where they are and typically two things come up when they recognize the hot springs area and that's oak lawn and hot springs village right oh i've been to the races oh i've played golf in hot springs village and so to be sandwiched between both of those and say mm-hmm. oh well then well, you've passed us. You know exactly mm-hmm. who we are and where we are at. Uh, and it, it is continuing to be impressive watching the village grow, watching the things outside of the gates grow, the vision, the plan, the gentleman that runs the organization now. I watched his podcast with you guys. Uh, I loved everything he said, a transitional leader, a that's dynamic, cool. all the experience he brought. I think that's great movement for the village and look forward to what he and his predecessors do. It's a great
1: organization. Yeah, I think so, too. And thanks. Uh, one one last question for this interview, if we can, because I want to come back around and, and hit you up again here. Uh, so I know as a guy, and, and I'm like you, I, 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 I in some ways, uh, I've got several businesses out of the same office. The I, I love my home. I love my area. I love where I work, but it never stops. So I've got to get away. And one of my getaways, uh, we love a fork mountain up in the national forest, uh, iron springs, places like that. Where's your getaway? Where do you run when you want to just get a few minutes of really, really quiet?
2: Usually it's out of the time zone. Really? So, yeah, because I've got to be able to use for my own mental health. (laughs) I've got to be able to be pretty disconnected from the process, uh, because we don't, We we don't have a lot of quit in us. Um, I've got a great story of getting a track host stuck yesterday. Me, me. I was driving the track host. Personally, you know the guy who did it,
1: right? You know the guy who did it.
2: Oh, yeah. And when, I mean, I called for a bulldozer to pull me out. And he said, are you that bad stuck? I said, oh, yeah, no, it's not halfway. What did you expect? I'm going to go halfway and quit and go home. So with that, um, it can lead to some workaholic type of tendencies Mm -hmm. and in order to maintain the fact that i am married to my high school sweetheart uh, i have the two best kids on the planet and to give them attention i have to disconnect and get out of arkansas and so we may go to destin to the beach or may go over to denver or something and get out of the time zone and in it it causes us to be very intentional in our training of our staff so that when we leave we ask we tell them to ask the question, is this an impossible wall? The item that you just got to, and I don't believe in impossible walls. That's sure what yeah. has led our families. We'll go over it. We'll go under it. We'll go around it. We'll bulldoze it and get on the other side and rebuild the wall. But <laughs> impossible walls don't exist for certain personalities. So in training our staff, Hey guys, I'm going to be gone a couple days. So if y'all would hold the fort down, if you get to an impossible wall, please call. Uh, but if if you ask yourself is this impossible and the answer is no then i'd ask you to continue to focus on it <laughs> and produce the right answer
1: yeah i love that i love that but you know and you're 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 growing leaders too because you know absolutely what l- 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 what's the quote uh, you know uh ships are always safe in harbor but that's not what ships are built for
2: absolutely and and with camp jumping back to camp in order to put a leader in a cabin and over activities and all the things which we safety is huge,
3: mm-hmm. huge.
2: It's paramount and number one. In order for you, the parent, to drop to drive up and to kick your kid out and give us a peace sign and say, "Hey, thanks, y'all." Watch the first question I'm going to ask as a parent is, "Who's this guy?" Mm-hmm. And there, there's going to be a there's going to be a nonverbal communication there of, I don't trust mm-hmm. this person, or yes, I do. And so we build leaders very intentionally. Um, and want, if we redo the interview, the depth that we go to find staffers and develop staffers over years, like dozens of years, leads to excellent leaders because they have the heart, they have the vision.
1: That may be another show right there. I mean, because honestly, you know, everybody has bad days. I get it. Okay. Sure. But you've got to know that whoever you're dropping your kid off with is going to be a stable, secure. They are who they are today as who they were last year when we interviewed them in the year before and so and so and so and so that's got to be paramount, doesn't it? It's paramount.
2: And when you when you as a parent come and drop your kid off with a cabin counselor, for example, that cabin counselor at a minimum has been involved with us nine to 10 years.
1: Really? Yeah. Are many times are they graduates of the of the, the camp itself? It's a prerequisite. <laughs> Is it really? You got to have here. come to
2: you. Well, because of the tradition. Um, you know, if you pull up in the middle of camp and we're singing our silly songs and we're working on the fun, we're working on the connection, and there are still wait, we have a we have a canteen time when the kids all go and buy the snacks and the sugar and the cokes and the things their parents don't want them to have, mm-hmm. uh and they're going to fishing derby, or they have a shaving cream hairdo for a punishment um because they lost the fishing derby. You know, if 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 all of these weird things, if you see them randomly. They look weird, but if you see them through the the sequence of camp and you started camp as a third grader Mm -hmm. and then you came all the way through graduation, then you went through our intern program as a junior counselor, by the time you get into a cabin, you've been on the ranch about 10 years. We have leaders, LC's lead counselors that help facilitate admin's vision because it's a large organization and Mm -hmm. those folks have been with us about 15 years.
1: You know, in in the word that I heard is that, you know, everybody wants to have fun. Okay. I got it, but it has to be inside these parameters. We can't be this crazy and we can't be this and we can't, whatever. I'm hearing that a lot of this, because safety is a big thing, of course, but there's actually a safety net under the kids too. Well, we're going to, you're going to have a shaving cream hairdo as a punishment, but we're joking. It's a That's it's right. a soft soft punishment type of thing, and That's everybody right. laughs and we all grin. But there's got to be a safety net underneath that, right?
2: That's right. And you know, our founder Hetty Lou Brooks. We had a we had a, I had an observation this summer. There was it was not an impossible wall. The staffer was just a little at a at a roadblock and didn't what didn't know what to do. I said, go back to our founder. Do you think Hetty Lou Brooks would be denied? She would dive literally dive off in that lake in her dress. And I said, so what can we do to facilitate the fun and make the fun happen? And so we we protect all of that. Her vision was to laugh at yourself. To, if She always said, if you rip your pants, don't make a big deal out of it. Just say, oh, I've got air conditioning. And so to minimize, the my my brother-in-law, uh, David Pate, our chief executive, he says all the time, NBD, no big deal. No big NBD. deal. It's no big deal. NBD. Put it you in know, text and
1: whatnot. I think we need more headies, don't we?
2: Oh, without a doubt.
1: What a classic without line. A doubt. I-, I love that line. I love that line. I can, and my mom's that kind too. Uh, you know, I heard one some somewhere where I heard, uh, laughter of any sort is the release of fear. If you can laugh at yourself, then you're not afraid of the situation. It diffuses it. It's more comfortable. It's It's just what it is, right?
2: Absolutely. And again, on the fun side, we camp doesn't make sense to the outsider passing through for five minutes. But for us, we get to embrace the silly. We have a a Fourth of July or excuse me, during our two week session, we have a Christmas parade. We do Christmas in July up here at the branch and we have big blow up animal or big blow up uh, inflatables. And we do a parade. It's I mean, it's the real deal. It's the attitude of excellence, but it's the silly. It's the fun. You'll see camp counselors with big, tall clown style socks up to their calves, and uh, an inflatable inner tube around their waist and a little hat with a propeller on the top singing and dancing and messing around. And outside of if you saw that walking down Central Avenue, you'd be like, oh, my God, check this out. But at camp. You can get it pulled off, and everybody's singing and dancing and playing, and it and it helps with that silly and break down those walls, dude. Come have a good time, just be be a kid, play, be silly.
1: Laughter is the super social lubricant, and for kids to see older kids doing that and going, well, they can they don't have to be so nervous. They can they can be goofy. They can play with us. It's not that big a deal. That relaxes. That's everybody. exactly right.
2: Well, and before I even moved to Arkansas in 1992, I, I started by coming to camp. And, and this, if anybody knows me, they know I'm not patronizing at all. I'm, I'm pretty direct as a cowboy, and just the way we are, we call spades spades. Sure. However, some of the greatest heroes in my life were on this ranch. Really? Oh, my God. I've got to be careful where I'll have an emotional response to it. I can think about them now. And they're—they they are. To this day, excellent people, excellent people.
1: Easy to have an attitude of excellence um, if it's been modeled to you. Is that correct?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and Don and Hetty starting it, and me having interaction with them, and marrying into the family, and hearing more vision at the at the kitchen table, and in private drives, and and yeah. those things allow us to now in the third generation make sure that we are protecting the legacy and we are using that torch that was used that was passed from don and Hetty to tim and terry that they have now passed to us we use that torch to illuminate the way not burn things up Mm. and so they they were very intentional in transferring vision to us and without a doubt we have the same vision i was recently in washington dc last number of months um on some on some cattle business and when i came back Hetty didn't know i was there and i wanted to report that story to her and she's been very involved on many levels in our fine state including politics and i came back and told her i said hey i, I don't think you knew i went to dc last week and i told her the story and i said here's what i wanted you to know if no one in that town mentioned the name of jesus Brook hill did because in <laughs> front of these people the delegation from our fine state I would make sure they knew that our vision is fun, connection, and Jesus. And that doesn't change, no matter who, whether it be family, because we we don't know who who God's next appointed is to run the organization. So it may be family, it may not be, but that our core values of connecting, of having a good time and providing salvation to people is
1: what this organization does. I love it. I love it. So tell me, if somebody is listening to this and they say, man, I'd love for my kids to come here. I'd love to be involved. How do we do that, Mike? Best
2: thing to do is go on the website, mm-hmm. Um, Our most recent event is going to be in October, which is our fall market. Uh, mm-hmm. They can see that. It allows the community to come out. We support 60, 70 local vendors, food trucks, Clampets, uh, Melinda's, Riverside will be out here, uh, a lot of local vintage – well, not local. They're statewide vintage boutiques and whatnot. Uh, it's a great time for the community to see the ranch then um all the summer camp information is everything is on the website we have a massive massive team that facilitates our website and our social media and they keep it updated all the time and uh i think we just released summer camp dates i think it was yesterday for
1: 2024 for
2: 2024
1: well let me ask one more thing and, and, and brookhillranch.com um, this will probably be coming out next uh, Friday. We'll probably be doing this the 8th or so uh, that said, when's the event in October? And why don't we do another show right before that? If you don't mind.
2: We can, it's October 20th and 21st. It's a Friday and Saturday. Okay. Uh, and if, if the listeners know where the glazy Poe gate is going mm-hmm. towards Walmart, mm-hmm. um, that gate overlooks our pond. Yep. And so as the crow flies, it's less than a mile. If you drive around, beside Glacier-Poe Baptist Church and the cemetery and the narrow road. Mm -hmm. The county judge has got some vision to widen that road and replace the bridge. But it's so pretty. It's
1: so pretty. It is. I know, but it's dangerous. It
2: it is. And, you know, I I drive a three-quarter ton uh, big diesel truck because of the ag requirements we have. And it's – parking lots have not adjusted as the vehicles have adjusted in society. So it just – the vehicles have gotten bigger passing back and forth and because of the growth of the village the growth of seven north the addition of walmart the paving of east clay Po, all of these things in this area it's now a safety issue yeah. for our community to widen that road and that bridge and facilitate water and all those things
1: and that bridge i think honestly those of you that have not been to this area and you're from part i'm using air quotes the city i think you need to a drive down that road for one time just so you can see what it's like to share a one lane bridge on a <laughs> significant road yeah. and if you we're, to... they may inter- they may interact with us we have oh all of
2: all of the ag equipment is huge yeah sure. and so if we're heading back that away to maintain that side of the ranch, i've got f350s and ford 550s and 15 foot batwing mowers and when we come down the road we just own it yeah and it's yeah. you have you know, no other option just, Oh, we're just driving thinking, oh man, I'm sorry, sir. Sorry, but you need to back <laughs> up. I'm stuck. We got this big piece of equipment and my only option is to get to the other side and turn around.
1: And you would be my impossible wall if you don't back up.
2: <laughs> well, we just park. We just park. And occasionally we've had horses on that road or cattle on that road. And our, our neighbors may see us in the middle of the road with sorting sticks and flags and trying to pause and run cattle beside their car or uh, up into the pastures. And so you you may encounter a little rodeo coming down that road
1: too. You could. So now and no tickets required, free entertainment, right?
2: Uh, it's $5 at the gate, and then there's 70 <laughs> different – oh, on this? Yeah, 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 on the, on the cattle, yeah. Yeah, if the,
1: if oh, the, the cattle, cattle are loose it. on the road, it's no no charge, no admission.
2: Yeah, as the community goes about their local business, and they're like, "What? check these guys out. there in the middle of the road with cows, you know.
1: Is, is there a farm around here? Yeah, there's a farm around here. Yeah, it's been here before yeah. we got here. And the road is named after us. Exactly. Mike, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you next time. I'm going to book you here in just a second. But for Hot Springs Village Inside Out, I'm Dennis Simpson. He's Mike Milligan. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Dennis. Talk to you soon.
0: Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.